the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to Come Together San Diego, the live local show on K-Praise, designed to explore what unity in the body of Christ sounds like within our communities and beyond. Don't just listen to it. Be a part of it. Now, here's your host, Bible teacher, writer, broadcaster, and lover of God, Kaz Taylor. Well, yippee and yahoo. How you doing, my listening friend? You know, it's a great day today because I am with my uh, co-host and so many others beginning a new series on Come Together San Diego beginning today and every month until further notice. I'm going to be talking about some Hebrew things uh, with a co-host. Her name is Christine Vallis, and uh, she has a ministry called His Appointed Times. We're going to begin this series today, and we're going to be talking about a month, the 10th month in the biblical Hebrew calendar called the month of Tevet and a tribe called Dan. Hey, Christine Vallis, how are you? Well, I am doing great, Kaz. Thanks so much for having me. This is so exciting. (laughs) I'll tell you what, I've been looking forward to this. You know, I don't know, something stirred me a few months ago. I go, you know what, or maybe even just last month, but I said, you know what, it's time to, uh, the listening audience really loves the uh, uh, Judeo-Christian points of view and the Hebrew angles and things like that. So I said, you know what, it would be uh, appropriate to bring on somebody who knows her stuff about the days, months, Mm -hmm. and years and the harvest seasons and things like that. And I said, well, who could that be? And I thought for one zillionth of a second. And I said, Christine Uh Vallis, my longtime friend, and his appointed Mm. times and her chalkboard teaching and so many other things. So what do you think about this, being beginning this new series, You and I? Yeah, well, I think it's great. I I mean, um, thank you for the opportunity to share. And, you know, it's, it's so important to um, just pause and reflect on our days and our timing, um, especially here at the beginning uh, of you know the Gregorian year. Yes. Uh, most people are doing that anyway. But just to take a pause and stop every month and just stop and and reflect on the month and see what God has to say. Yep. And you know, do like what Jesus did. You know, I can only do what I. See the Father doing, and I can only say what I hear Him saying. But if we never pause and stop, we'll just we can go off on our own sometimes. You yes, know? Yes. So, you know? Yeah. So. Let, let, let's do this to begin the show. I think it's appropriate. I've got my little ram's horn here, and let's blow the shofar Amen. as Gideon did back in the day, and as uh, the Scripture talks about. Unless if the uh, trumpeter sounded un certain sound, who shall prepare for the day of battle? But also, if it's an uncertain sound, who shall prepare for the day of challenges, the days of instruction, Mm -hmm. all these other things? Uh, You know, the the shofar blast, this is a ram's horn. I didn't bring my kudu antelope horn today, but but this is meant to go, you know, it's time to pay close attention to God, God's word, and God's heart cry. So I'm going to blast this 
uh, Christine Vallis, and then we will begin. Is that okay with Y-O-U? Yeah. Okay, here we go. Y-E-S. <laughs> Make me smile. I can't blow the, the show far. Here we go. <laughs> Love it, love it, love it. Okay. Yes. You know, right. let me just give you the plug at the very beginning. You've got your mm-hmm. the, the new version of your book. You've been doing these for a number of years now. It's called His Appointed Times. And each year, God has given you different nuances of these 12 months and sometimes even 13 months. We may mention that mm-hmm. later on. But uh, I, I love the design. It's a design for which I'm familiar going through these through the years. But your uh, chalkboard teaching and how you deep, deeply dig into the Hebrew letters, the months of the year, the seasons, the appointed times. You even deal with the constellations and even appropriately the tribes that are connected to each month. I'm going to hand the baton to you and let you set the stage for this. We've got about five minutes left in this segment, so I'm going to have you um, uh, unsheath your chalk. For your chalkboard teaching, <laughs> and, uh, yeah. and I'll kind of do color commentary, but I'll tell you what, my listening friend, here's what we're going to do. This month is the 10th month uh, of the biblical calendar called Tevet. Uh, it's, mm-hmm. it's a challenging month, but it's also a, a month that has great riches if you know where to dig for it, but we're going to be doing this for every month. Uh, until further notice, and um, the first hour of the two-hour show, I'm going to invite uh, Christine Vallis to give her point of view from her chalkboard teaching of this month and others. And the second hour, she and I are just going to talk about some observations that I got from an eschatological point of view on what these things really mean for today, the blessings and the dangers therein. So, uh, Christine, I'm ready to hand the baton to you and unsheath your chalk for the chalkboard and Mm -hmm. let her rip. Yeah, okay, yeah. Well, you know, um, when Kaz is referring to the chalkboards, um, the Lord did uh, give me uh, a chalkboard that was kind of blank there in my kitchen. And uh, so when I started learning about God's calendar, I used the chalkboard um, to just write the name of the month and just be there um, in plain sight so I can um, learn the months and everything. So this month is the month of Tevet. And um, it's the tenth month in the in the calendar in God's calendar, and um, you know Tevet comes from the root word Tov, which means good. And um, so, so this is a good month. They're all good, you know. But um, part of part of the focus of this month is growing up and focusing and getting our priorities straight and. Um, and just vision. And, you know, it's funny because, you know, uh, you know, most people in the world are doing this anyway in January, right? Yeah, when the, the, the old the, New Year's resolution. Yeah, yeah right. But it doesn't last. So, I, 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 was, I, was I wrote a little article on this, and the truth of the matter is <clears throat> the New Year's uh, resolution uh, is, is uh, ignored by the— f- uh, following Friday in the year uh, by 80% of the people. I mean, b- because they, it, it, we, you know, we over, we overstepped our desire, <laughs> basically. So, right. but this is a time yeah. sincerely of starting afresh, isn't it? 
Amen. It is. And when I discovered that this month was a month of focus and vision and, and I was like, oh my gosh, that's, that, that correlates, you know, with, with our, with our Gregorian calendar anyway, and how cool God is doing that. And, um, so, you know, I think that, um, the, the thing is, I guess that sets us apart from the world is that we're just, we're not setting New Year's resolutions. You know, we're, we're, we're setting our eyes on the Lord, yes, and we're we're taking time to meet with Him, and to ask Him, you know, Lord, what do you have for us? You know, what do you have for me in this new year? Am I am I to continue on the path that you have set me on, or are you telling me to put something down, pick something up? You know, and if we if we never stop to do that. Um, we'll we'll just either burn out, you know, get frustrated, or or you know, uh, just stay on the same treadmill. And um, so God gives us the life, you know, an abundant life. And um, part of that abundance is, you know, um, looking at Him. And um, because if He has an abundant life from Him, we have to look to Him, you know, to to receive it. So so I I get excited, you know. Um, and I, I think one of the key things is that, and even for myself, you know, preparing for, you know, our, our time tonight and, and um, you know, talking about, you know, the new month and the new year and, and this whole thing. And it's like, okay, but you have to make time with God to sit down with him. You know, it doesn't have to be hours, you know, but just to to focus our attention, to quiet our hearts and to be still and he wants to give us direction more than we want. Oh, you know, that's so true. I mean, right? Because he's our good shepherd, and as his sheep, we hear his voice. So we don't have to, you know, worry, oh gosh, what if he doesn't say anything? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. We have to put ourselves in a posture to hear him because, you know, we, we hear, we do hear from God. You know, yes. it's just, are we listening? You know, and um, are we acting on what he says? So, so I, I'm excited for this month and um, and just to unpack this. And it's 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 a, a month that's connected with goodness. We're going to get into um, a lot of aspects of the month. But um, focus, you know, priorities is huge, you know. And one of the things that the Lord was bringing up um, to me was, um, you know, with Mary and Martha and how Mary, you know, chose that that one thing that would not be taken away from her. And she sat and she listened to him, Yes, you know, and it, and that should be our priority, especially as begin this new month and, and new year. Oh, yeah. that's right. Christine, as I'm looking yeah. at your chalkboard, by the way, how, how can people get uh, one mm. of your books or calendars or all of the above uh, quickly, a website yeah. for you? Because I want to yes. set the stage for what we're going to do in the next segment. Awesome. Yeah, it's right on my website, Christine Vallis, and it's V as in Victor, A-L-E-S dot com. I have my book and many other um, prophetic calendars and as we begin. postcards yes. and every, lots mm-hmm. of stuff. So m- as I'm looking at your chalkboard teaching, one of the things that really mm-hmm. stands out is a phrase that we use or should be aware of often, and that is be angry mm-hmm. and sin not. So the scripture says, you know, to be angry about the wiles of the enemy, but do not sin, do that, not use that as an occasion to sin. That can be very challenging when you see all the mischief that's going on in the world today. And uh, maybe you and I can excavate that in the, in the next segment as we talk about this month of Tibet and a tribe in particular. 
particular called the Tribe of Dan. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, great things to say about Dan and uh, not so great things to say about that. What yeah. does that mean for us? What does that mean for us in being uh, angry but not sinning in the midst of that anger? My listening friend, Christine Vallis and Kaz, we're going to talk about that much, much more when we come right back. This is Come Together San Diego, the live local show on K-Praise. More Come Together San Diego is just moments away. Now, more of Come Together San Diego, the new live local show on K-Praise. Here's Cass Taylor. Yes, my friend, here's Kaz Taylor, but also here's Christine Ballas, my co-host for this entire two hours. And guess what? We're going to excavate God's Word in the book of Genesis, chapter 1. It talks about God created the sun, moons, and moon and stars and all these different things for times, seasons, days, and years. And uh, Christine believes that and has dug into Scripture, and she has seen the uh, correlation between uh, the signs of the times today in the news today and the signs of the times in Scripture, and she's been able to pull those together. And uh, she has the chalkboard teaching in her His Appointed Times book and so many more things, calendars and so forth. But uh, it's remarkable. And what we're going to do, th- this is the first of the series every month, give you a, the uh, upcoming month and insights about the month the uh, tribes involved, the, the 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 things in the stars, and we're not talking about New Age stuff at all, but uh, we're giving you an opportunity to see God prescribed all this stuff in advance for us to be confident that he's got things under control. And Christine, I'm so delighted mm-hmm. to have you sharing with us this first segment We in the beginning of the last of the first uh segment we talked about be angry and sin not i think that's a scripture in ephesians be angry and sin yeah. not and do not let the sun go down upon your anger but mm. the the challenge in these days because you know we're in the winter times we're in times where we need to be able to dig deeply we need to be prepared for the shenanigans of the enemy <laughs> mm-hmm. but we we can't be angry mm-hmm. at people we need to be have a level of anger that is properly uh, focused and uh, let yeah. God take care of it. So let's talk about uh, the, one of the top things on your chalkboard says, be angry and sin not. It's a time to grow up. <laughs> I'm yeah. going to hand, hand it back to you again. Uh, Christine Ballas. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, thanks, Cass. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's right at the top of the chalkboard there. Be angry, <laughs> but sin not. Yes. You know, that that's a very important second half to there. Um, and, you know, I, I think uh, it is a month of growing up, you know. And so, um, you know, God called us to be childlike, but not childish. Very good. You know? and, and not uh, throw temper tantrums, you know. So God gave us emotions, you know, and they're not wrong. Um, we just can't, you know, use or go by our emotions to rule our lives as, right. as uh, can't be controlled by them. So, you know, even Jesus, you know, he had righteous anger. You know, I think of him flipping over the tables, you know, and that was righteous anger. And um, he had every right to do that, you know. And so he didn't sin when he was doing that, you know. And so... So there's there's that example for us right there in scripture. Yes. So so 
but how do we how do we you know really get our emotions under under check and galatians really talks all about this it says you know but i say walk by the spirit and you will not carry out the desires of the flesh say that again that's a fantastic verse christian christine yeah yeah it's galatians 5 and it says but i say walk by the spirit and you will not carry out the desires of the flesh. Oh, so good. Yeah. So, you know, we have, as believers, we have the Holy Spirit inside of us, right? Leading us and guiding us into all truth. And so we know that when we're, when we're you know, getting angry or something, the Holy Spirit is right there in our, in our, in our hearts, in our, in our, in our spirits to guide us. And he's saying, okay, walk, walk with me, you know, don't start walking in your flesh. So walk by the spirit. And, um, you know, so we already have self-control, you know, in our spirit, we have all the fruit, we have love, joy, peace, patience, all of it to the full in our spirit. And so are we renewing our minds to that? You know, and so we, we are better off than we think we have the spirit of God living in us. And with all the fruit of the Spirit, including, you know, like I said, self-control. So when we're feeling like we want to, you know, knock somebody out there, <laughs> it's like, all right, Lord, renew my mind. Remind me who I am. Remind me you are with me. Let me see what's going on, you know, uh, for what it really is. You know, and that's tied into this month too. seeing things as God sees them, you know, being, you know, angry at the sin, not at the sinner. Right. Yes. And, um, separating those things. But we have the Holy Spirit in us to guide us and lead us into all truth and, and remind us of what we've read in the Bible and everything. So I love it. Anything you want to add there? Well, yeah. I, as I'm, you know, I just love your chalkboard teachings and you do it, mm. you know, when, when you're a school ch- child and you see pe- a teacher yeah. te- on the chalkboard, you go, Ooh, this is good. This is good. But you've taken it to a, a high, a higher art form. And uh, I, I appreciate that the tribe of Dan, you know, there's some accolades tied to Dan, judge mm-hmm. and ruler, uh, and to be mature. But he's also artistic. And I see that that uh, element in you and your presentation style is you are very artistic. And it's, it's beautiful what you've done here. As I'm looking down your chalkboard here, I see an interesting uh, 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 comparison here. It says, um, see with your good eye and not the evil eye. So would you like to extrapolate a little bit on that? I, mm. I know um, the Bible says if, you know, if you're, I, I think it's your right eye causes you to sin, pluck it out, better to go into to heaven with one eye than to go into hell. <laughs> so yeah, right. we, we, right. we have to, we have to ha- just see things God's way instead of seeing things our, you know, human way and the way of the enemy's influence. It, you know, like, like, uh, like uh, the devil did, the serpent did. Has God said? You know, I mean, so he right. he's ca- causing us to look from a, a different slant on uh, the eye, and e- giving an evil eye when God says no. I want you to let the light in and see from from God's point of view and not the evil point of view. Mm. Would you extrapolate mm-hmm. a bit on that, Christine? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd love to. Um, yeah, on the chalkboard it says the uh, let your good eye see. And uh, war against your evil eye. So um, basically, you know, the Jews call this the battle of the evil eye versus the good eye. And um, it's basically our perspective. I mean, you know, you can be sitting with somebody and, um, you know, talking about, you know, even out at a restaurant and, you know, 
the service or something. You could be having a good old time and somebody not, you know, not liking the waitress or did you, the service is not good enough. You know, it's like, well, <laughs> fine for me. Yeah. <laughs> you know, um, so, so there's our perspective and um, God wants to grow our eyes up. You know, again, growing up in this month and um, Ephesians one and two talks about this. And, um, you know, the prayer uh, Paul prayed in Ephesians that um, the eyes of our heart would be enlightened, right, to know the hope of our calling. And, um, you know, to to be enlightened of, you know, who God is really. Right. And who we are in him. And um, that gives us perspective that enlightens our heart. And um, when I think one of the biggest revelations, and it sounds so um, elementary and so basic, is knowing that um, getting a revelation of God's love for us, like for me, for instance, recently, I've had such a revelation of God's love for me. And that's caused me to love others. You know, and revelation happens and our hearts become enlightened. So now I can, I can, in the flesh, I might look at something and it's like, oh, wait a minute. No, the spirit in me is bigger than the flesh. Ooh, so right. I don't, I, I don't look at things. What makes me different from the world? Anybody can look at things in the flesh, right? But we're different from this world, right? We are no longer children of the darkness. We're children of light. So we should be seeing like this. And so we can see with our good eye, you know, and so it's, it's and we're seated in heavenly places, right? You yes. know, are we really seated there? Then, then we have good perspective, you know, so it goes back to relationship with God. And if our eyes are in the word and upon Jesus, we're going to start looking at things more and more as he does. But if we're not in the word, we're, we're going to start looking at things like everybody else. Yes, right? yes. Having the influence, oh, yeah. I, I, so we got to get our eyes on the word. I'm with you. I, you know that reminds me yeah. <clears throat> of First uh, Corinthians chapter thirteen, mm. as it talks about love suffers long and yeah. is kind. It, it does not envy or ch- it, uh, uh, it does not vaunt itself against others uh, and is mm. not puffed up. It does not behave itself unseemly and seeks not her his, her own and is not easily mm. provoked. Uh, to think evil. So they see things clearly and they do not see things mm. as evil. And that, I mean, that's a real challenge for people. And, you know, you can tell a person oftentimes it has a Judeo Christian sense, sense about them because <laughs> they, I'm pointing at myself, we're trying to learn that lesson. We're trying to learn that lesson. Mm. And, uh, you know, perhaps we can dig more deeply into that and other topics in this uh, this time frame, uh, about time for me to take a break. And my listening friend, if you're listening to this show live, in the segment after this, you're going to hear a commercial that uh, Christine did. You can hear her voice, but only if you're listening to the live show. Uh, you'll, you'll love that, too, his appointed times. But uh, we're going to be back in the next segment. We're going to talk a little bit more about this the general truths of the month of Tibet, but also specific truths of the person, the tribal leader who is overseeing this month in good ways and bad ways as well. We'll talk about that in the tribe of Dan when Christine Vallis and Kaz come right back. More Come Together San Diego with Kaz Taylor is next on K-Praise. Come Together San Diego with Kaz Taylor on K-Praise. 
Well, welcome back, my friends, to Come Together San Diego. By the way, if you want to communicate with me, I have a website and an email address where you can write me a note. And I, I pay close attention to these notes because sometimes you inspire me to a different uh, topic that uh, I hadn't thought about before. You say, you know, I know something about this, and here's what my thought is. Be careful. You might turn into a guest. <laughs> so let me, let me give you the address. Uh, Come together, San Diego at kprz.com. Once again, come together, San Diego at kprz.com. Want to know what you think about the shows? I know you're going to love this one, but I uh, want your insights as well. Come together, San Diego at kprz.com. Christine Vallis and uh, his appointed time is a great book, a great chalkboard teaching. And I'm going to hand the baton to you to give you a, a big chunk of time in this segment. We're talking, you know, these months carry not only the name of a month and the biblical truths with embedded in that name of the month, but also the name of a tribe. And uh, what's the tribe again, Christine, for this? And give, yeah. me, give us some insights on this tribe. Sure. Yeah, yeah. So just some um, basics here. Um, it's the tribe of Dan. And... Um, so one one cool thing about when you're learning about God's calendar is that, you know, every month has a tribe that's connected to it. So there's 12 months and there's 12 tribes. So, you know, I kind of as a bonus, you start learning about all the tribes. You know, I when I started studying God's calendar, I, I didn't know I was going to start learning about all the tribes and all these other things. But so um, otherwise, I, I, I probably wouldn't have uh, known much about Dan. But um, as you as you um, dive into the month, um, you, you discover these things. So here in the month of Tibet, it's associated with the tribe of Dan. And uh, Dan is the fifth son of Jacob by Rachel's maid, Bilhah. And the name Dan means to judge and to rule and to be um, mature. And, um, mature, M-A-T-U-R-E, you know, like, mature, right? Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> and, you know, it, it takes maturity, right, to be uh, a just ruler. And it, it's just funny, you know, because here we are in the month of Tibet. It's all about growing up and everything, and this is the tribe associated with it. And his name means to be mature. And um, But as we, we look into Dan, we're going to see, well, he wasn't really that mature, was he? <laughs> <You know? laughs> and... Um, um, you know, I, I didn't realize, you know, I had heard, of course, the story of Samson and everything, but I never realized he was connected with the tribe of Dan. Yes. And, um, yeah. So when you start uh, connecting these things, it's pretty cool because, um, you know, if you go back and, and read through, you know, in Judges about, about Samson, and, you, and then you start looking at the characteristics of the months that he's associated with, all of a sudden, you know, things really start, you know, coming together. Yes. And, and it's like a puzzle that, that kind of comes together and, and, and really um, underscores a lot of characteristics and, like you say, warnings and strengths and weaknesses that, that the Lord wants to show um, through the tribes every month, you know, and, uh, yeah, so this month is, is connected with Dan yes. and, um, and, and we're, we're probably going to talk about, you know, the, 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 um, the blessings that were spoken over him because, uh, you know, Jacob and Moses, uh, prayed blessings over all of the tribes. Yes. And so it's really cool to kind of go back and see, well, you know, what was the prophetic blessing over the tribe? And 
So real briefly, I'll just want to touch on Moses' blessing over the tribe of Dan. And in Deuteronomy 33, uh, verse 22 of Dan, he said that Dan is a lion's whelp, a cub that leaps forth from Basham. And so really they were an ambitious group of, of warriors, mighty warriors, and they love to, to use their strengths, you know, um, like a cub would, like a, like a, a lion's you know, cub. like a, mm-hmm. yeah, like a lion's cub, really. And, um, but just like a lion's cub, their immaturity got them in trouble. Yes. You know, a lot. They get in trouble, little cubs, you know. And, you know, in Judges, we see that Dan even forgot Israel when, when she was in need. And, you know, he was just pursuing his own, you know, uh, pursuits and going to and fro, um, yes. using their strength for their own glory, you know. Um, you know, Chris, so, Christine, yeah. one of the things that we're going to do, my listening friend, beware, this first uh, hour, we're going to be digging into, the, you know, the, the chalkboard teachings and uh, things like that from Christine's point of view. And in the second hour, I, I've got, I've done a lot of research on this tribe of Dan and the yeah. and the character traits found in the book of Genesis, Genesis chapter 49. We're going to dig deeply into this. It's going to blow your mind. And, you, you mm-hmm. know, all of us have these different components within us. And the, the tribe of Dan in the month of Tevet is a time to properly balance these things. But imbalance is always a danger. And these lion cubs that are identified with the tribe of Dan, mm-hmm. you know, if let, left unchecked, they can get into trouble and cause a lot of destruction, particularly as they get bigger and, you know, they're turning from lion's cubs into lions and lionesses. Mm -hmm. They can cause a lot of danger Mm -hmm. unless they've been properly trained. Handing it back to you, we've got about four minutes in this segment. How do you want to carry it, Christine? Yeah, well, I will say something about Dan, um, uh, that, um, you know, they were, if you look at the tribe, too, they were very artistic, as I as I wrote on the chalkboard, and um, so you know they were they were crafty in battle, but they were really crafty also, you know, in the in their textiles and their in their um, working with metals and sculpting and engraving and and actually, if you if you look back in the Old Testament, you'll see like. Oholiab was from the tribe of Dan, and he was um, he assisted uh, a guy named Bezalel. Bezalel, yeah. Um, Bezalel, okay, yeah, from the tribe of Judah, and they were responsible for fabricating all the furnishings yeah. um, of the tabernacle. So, so the Ark of the Covenant yeah, was, yeah. was Bezalel, and Oholiab yeah. actually did the the en- engraving and the the beautiful tapestry and things like that. That's remarkable. That's remarkable. Oh, awesome. You've got some yeah. of that anointing yourself. <laughs> I think so, yeah. <laughs> but, you know, even though we can pull this out this month and say, okay, Lord, like, what are the artistic talents that you've given me? And how can I grow them up for your glory? Mm. You know, so it's a time to, you know, because I think personally, a lot of people growing up when they were little, they were very artistic, a lot of, you know, coloring or whatever you used to do, paint, blah, blah, blah. but then when you grow up, you kind of push all that stuff aside, yes. you know, but, but the Lord says, hey, let's look back at that. And let's, let's, why, why not dive into that? So again, taking time to focus, asking the Lord, what do you want? You know, what, what gifts can I, can I um, bring to you and develop them, grow them up for your glory? So, yes. yeah. 
just want to encourage people to do that as well. Yes. And, you know, mm-hmm. I, they're, they would probably be pretty good authors and writers as well. And one of the things when you talk about mm-hmm. this, you know, we know Judah is, is worship and praise related, but there's yeah. a relationship between Dan and Judah as well. And the, the craftsmanship of music, this is something you also know a lot about because, oh, yeah. my listening friend, you need to know when you go to her website. Well, give me the website again, Christine Vallis. Ah, Christine Vallis. Dot com b a l e s yes right and you'll yeah, find out you, you'll you'll just you'll realize she's a an accomplished musician she writes songs mm-hmm. galore and uh, <laughs> they they have a, a remarkable anointing and so she carries that mm-hmm. craftsmanship of I think uh, you know Bezalel and Aholiab as far as her creative skills it's amazing so um, we've got about a minute left in this segment we're going to talk a little bit more about the tribe of Dan and this month we may even talk a little bit about you know there are other things tied to this constellations we talk about Mm. these things have a a monthly signature these different uh, dates but also these things have uh, a tribe, and they also have constellation connections with the constellations as well. So maybe in the next segment we can talk a little bit more about that broader picture. My listening friend, when you realize that God gave you all these things as signs, seasons, days, and years to instruct us on what to do, what not to do, and what to watch out for in given months and uh, with different character traits in the Scripture, it's going to blow your mind. Isn't that right, Christine Ballas? <laughs> Amen. Amen. Uh, you want to give a, really a, a, a quick thought yeah. to set us set the stage for yeah. the next segment coming up? Handing yeah. it off to you. Yeah. Take about 30 seconds, and then we'll jump into a commercial break. Absolutely. Yeah, you know, um, the Lord just, uh, if we don't know what to focus on, I feel like every month, you know, He gives us um, a, a place to, to focus on. And, and not that there's, you know, not that we can't focus on things in other times, but we just, He just is a good shepherd more than we know. That's, That's right. what I wanted to basically yes, yeah. say. So we can trust Him as we move into month by month and day by day. Very, very good. Christine Vallis, yeah. a remarkable person. I, I, I think you're starting to get the gist of the caliber of this lady. She's remarkable. And uh, mm-hmm. you may just hear one of her commercials if you're listening to this show live. That's where you, when you will hear them. You may hear one of her commercials, maybe even in this commercial break. Who knows? But Christine Vallis and I are going to talk more about the Tribe of Dan and constellations and other things when we come. Christine Vallis, when we come right back. This is Come Together San Diego, the live local show on K-Praise. More Come Together San Diego is just moments away. Now, back to Come Together San Diego, the live local show on K-Praise with Kaz Taylor. Welcome back, my friends. I'll tell you what, these hours go swiftly by, not only in the studio as we do this broadcast, but in life as well. It's good to grasp on to these things and Enjoy the fervent flavor of these months and these times, knowing that God is in control and He has given us messages and forewarnings and foreblessings about the months, the days, the seasons, and the times. And I have my dear friend Christine Vallis with me, uh, and she she's uh, not only an author but she's a teacher and she's a singer. She has. Uh, a ministry called His Appointed Times, and it's a, a chalkboard teaching. It's a book that's available. Her music is available. Calendars are available, and so much more with Christine Ballas. And we are talking a little bit about the 
this month of Tevet, the tenth month in the Hebrew calendar. But we're also talking about tribes. And we're also talking about constellations. I'm going to hand the baton to you. I'm very thrilled. You know, one of the things I've dug fairly deeply into the tribes and the days and the harvests and things like that, but very little time have I spent digging into the constellations. I'm going to hand the Mm -hmm. baton to you and uh, enjoy yourself as my listening friend. You enjoy what Christine Vallis has to say. Christine? Yeah. Okay, Cass. Yeah, having fun here, going around the chalkboard. <laughs> um, <laughs> and um, you know, when I first uh, started, you know, uh, getting exposure to God's calendar and and the different characteristics of the month, when I heard that there was a constellation, I was like, "Wait a minute! Wait, what is this? What's going on?" You know. Yep. And. Um, so I, I want to preface this by saying, um, and, and you mentioned this at the top of the show, that we are not talking about astrology. We are talking about astronomy. And um, the way I, 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 I um, differentiate is that astrology has an L in it, and that's the lie. Right? <laughs> astronomy is the good one. From mm. That's the truth, you know. So, so there, there's something... To the constellations and and Jesus, you know, the Lord made the heavens, right? So, um, of course, you know, the the enemy is going to want to try and take all those things and and uh, be the counterfeit, you yes. know, because actually all of the constellations um, tell the story of the gospel. So it's it's like um, the gospel is on circuit over our heads. Isn't that cool? You know, like a circuit going, uh, you know, how um, little babies in their cribs have a little thing going around, you know, over them and they, and they look at everything. What do they call it? A mobile or mobile? mobile. That's the thing. Yeah, Yeah. that's the word. Yeah. (laughs) And so, you know, um, if we didn't have our computers all out, you know, we'd be laying outside on the grass too, looking up and, and back in Jesus' day, you know, you could, you could see these constellations. And so, so every month, you know, gives a picture. It tells the gospel story, right? And so, so God wants to. Um, we don't want to throw the baby out with the bathwater when mm-hmm. we when we're looking, because I I really do often get. Um, I always get a question about the constellations, and I, I it's such a popular one. I put it on my website, you know, because it's such a popular one, and it was a mine as well, and it's a good question, you know. But um, but but there are um things that the Lord wants to show us through the constellations. And like I said, they really all point to Jesus. And so this month is the um, constellation Capricorn. Capricorn. Um, which, mm-hmm. Yeah, Capricorn. And it is not corn. Um, it is a picture of a goat. And, um, you know, this, this goat is and was a sin offering in the Bible. Wow. You know, we see that. And, um, you know, Jesus was our sin offering. And, you know, he was the scapegoat. He was that perfect atoning sacrifice for us. And, you know, so it's all going back as we gaze upon the heavens. It's all to bring our focus back to the atoning sacrifice. You know, what Jesus did for us, the blood that that, um, cleanses us. Um, you know, that we could never do anything, you know, we could never fulfill all the commandments, right? That yes. he was that perfect sacrifice for us. And, and it's in him, our righteousness is in him, you know, and that's why we have this relationship with God. And um, 
available because that he was that perfect sacrifice, that that scapegoat, that 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 perfect atoning sacrifice. And so I just love that. I love how how um, you know basically the curtain is being pulled back on what the enemy has tried to steal. Oh yes. And and you know right. Um, and I think about a lot of times when. Um, when I think about, you know, the enemy, how he tries to trick us, I go back to that scene in The Wizard of Oz, you know, when they all got to, to Emerald City there and, and they hear the big voice and then there's the big, you know, the Oz, they're all scared. And then was it Toto, right, that started pulling on the curtain and all of a sudden there he was, you know, the little short man. It wasn't, that was him, right? And doesn't it say, is it in Ezekiel? Um this is the man. Is this the one? That, yeah. Is this him? That you brought know? the nations to and their knees? Are you kidding? This yes. is the one? <laughs> yeah. So, you know, I, I need to, like, write that scripture, you know, put it right in my refrigerator or whatever. But because, you know, all day long he's trying to dupe us, you know. Yes. So it's like, no, you know. So, again, the constellations as well. It's like, no, we're not going to believe the lies. We're not, we're not looking into our horoscopes. No, we're no. not getting, why would we get ripped off? No, yes. we want the real thing. We want Jesus. Yes, yes, you know, yes. That's the real thing. And so that's the beauty of it. And um, so it, there's power yep. and, there's, and there's all, it's, all the heavens, all the stars, how did they find Jesus, right? Just last month we went through Christmas, right? You know, they followed the star, you know? Yes. So in the heavens, it's all going to point to him. Yes, you know, yes, in yes. every every constellation, every month, you you learn, um, you know, how it reflects the you Messiah. You know, one of the salvation. things that when I was studying this through, <clears throat> you mm-hmm. you talked and rightly so about the Capricorn and the goat and the goat. It's one of the clean animals that was allowed to be sacrificed yes. from God's perspective. But you know, yeah. I I got a little confused there because th- th- mm. there was a time frame when the goats were sacrificed with the the this the goat was sacrificed and that second goat had you know uh, a fit man uh, laid hands on them and they confessed the evils of the nation over the the scapegoat and the scapegoat was let loose in the in the wilderness and that was that happened right. on a specific time frame that was not in the month of Nisan the Nisan sacrifice was the lamb but here we go. The That's scapegoat right. was actually sacrificed not in Nisan the first month, but the, the scapegoat was, was at the end of the year, the Day of Atonement sacrifice, where there were the mm. two, two goats that were sacrificed. One was the goat that was shed blood, and the other goat uh, had words confessed over at the evils and let loose into the wilderness. A lot of people have different points of view on that. We're going to talk a little bit about that in the, the uh, second hour. But this wonderful yeah. month of Capricorn, look to the scars in a very real way because God has plans for you and he's showing them in the sun, the moon, the stars, the days, the times, the harvests, uh, the tribes. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's amazing. We've got about two minutes mm-hmm. left here. I want you uh, to remind people of your website, if you would. And, uh, yeah. you know, in the, in the next in the next hour, uh, I'm going to be sharing some insights that I have uh, because Tevet is a, a blessed month or a dangerous, perhaps the most dangerous of mm. all the months. So we'll talk a little bit about mm. that from an eschatological standpoint. But going to hand the baton mm. to you to close out this segment. Take about 30 or 40 yeah. seconds if you want. I know that's a lot of time. Yeah. I don't know what you're going to do with all that time. <laughs> and maybe even pray or give a word of encouragement to our yes. listeners. Because we're going to be yes. 
doing well, more later I will as well. Pray. I will pray. Yes, and in this month of Tevet, that's a, that comes from the you know the word Tav, good Tov. Um, we just thank you, Lord, that you are a good Father, and you lead us um, into good green pastures. And so we can trust you, Lord, as we move into this month. So open our eyes of understanding, open our hearts, give us eyes to see. Um, grow us up in all these different ways. We thank you, Lord, that you grow us up by your good word and your great love for us, Lord, so that we can move into every month confident knowing that you love us. So we rest in your goodness, Lord. And thank you, God. Thank you for the way you shepherd us. You are a good, good shepherd, and we love you, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. (laughs) Don't you just love this person, my listening friend, Christine Vallis? And it's nice to know that we're beginning a series about the months of the year, and this is the first one. Next month, a different month, and we're going to talk about that as well. So Christine Vallis and I are going to be back in just a moment. In the last hour, we're going to talk about the eschatological points of view in these last days of what this month of Tevet has as a warning and for warning uh, and blessing, but also what this tribe of Dan will teach us to be aware of things that are coming to pass, even right now, when Christine Vallis and Kaz come right back. This is Come Together San Diego, the live local show on K-Praise. More Come Together San Diego is just moments away. I'll tell the world. Come Together San Diego with Kaz Taylor on K-Praise. Well, hello, my friends, and welcome back to Come Together San Diego. This is the second of two hours, Come Together San Diego. I can't tell you how honored and privileged I am. We're in our fifth year now for broadcasting Come Together San Diego, and we're one of the few live broadcasts here. A lot of the other programs are pre-recorded, but uh, a few of us are live, and I have the honor of being live with you on Saturdays from 5 to 7 p.m. Pacific time, and Chris... Uh, Christine Vallis is actually in on the East Coast in the Florida area sometimes. <laughs> She's all over the place. She's all over the place. But um, I've been looking forward to this. Uh, Christine, I'm trying to remember exactly how it was that we kind of came together. I think I reached out to you yeah. because I was doing some studies, and I go, hey, she's teaching what I'm teaching. I love it. So I think that might have been it. Do you recall? Well, you know, actually, I was thinking today um, – how we met, and I, I, to my recollection, it's it, I was looking on YouTube and I found you. Oh, and oh I thought, okay. Because I was, <laughs> I, but I mean, maybe we both found each other. But I was thinking, wow, here's somebody teaching, you know, what I'm teaching, and and I was just blown away by your teaching. And I was thinking, man, this guy should be on the radio. <laughs> oh and here you are on the radio. Oh, yeah, and here you that. are on the radio yeah, as well. So right. take that. <laughs> <laughs> you know, as yeah. we dig, th- you know, and you you uh, mm-hmm. ha- have a little different focus than I do. I dig deeply mm-hmm. into the, from an eschatological point of view, and you're more yeah. on the uh, on the things of the days and the seasons and the times and the years. Um, and you don't go, you you choose. I don't know whether you choose not to, as, or you just have a finite amount of time. But you have really dug deeply into the actual, you know, the the nuances of the months and the seasons and the and the tribes and things like that and i honor mm-hmm. you for that and i thought it would be fun on these uh monthly endeavors that we do um is, is to dig in the first hour spend time having you dig 
through his appointed times and your chalkboard teaching, and then le- let's yeah. extrapolate a little bit in the la- in the last hour, talking about from an eschatological point of view. And I guess you know I have some preconceived notions about this month of Tibet and some preconceived mm-hmm. notions about this tribe of Dan. Um, yeah. Any thoughts before we launch out into this? Yeah, well, I'm excited for you to open up on it because, you know, um, like you were saying, I, you know, where my focus has been and, and your focus, you know, in this other area now where I can learn too and glean from you. And then as the Holy Spirit just um, highlights things, um, oh, yes. I, I think it's going to be just exciting, you know, how he uses the body together. So oh, absolutely. And, and you know, yeah. really, that is really the the... Um, one of the main points that God has been instructing us on from the very beginning mm. is to have a horizontal relationship as well as a vertical relationship with him, but the horizontal mm-hmm. relationship with one another, because what Christine Vallis has, I don't have, and some of the things that you have given me, Father, uh, I, I'm sharing him uh, with Christine, and all of a sudden, we're, you know, if one can chase a thousand, two can chase 10,000, and here Christine mm-hmm. and I are on the radio, live! chasing tens of thousands. <laughs> I love Amen. it. I love Amen. it. You know, th- this this month of Tibet, I have been spending a lot of time digging into, and one of the people, you know, like you and I have been friends for years now, but there's a man I pay mm-hmm. close attention to, Christine. I don't know whether you know the name, but you may. His name is Mark Biltz. Mm-hmm. Mark Biltz. Yeah. And he has a mm-hmm. ministry called El Shaddai Ministries, yeah. uh, and it's called El- ESM stands for El Shaddai Ministries, ESM.us. He is one of the most remarkable taking Torah to the nations, teachers and rabbis I've ever, ever heard. And, you know, I like to go deep, but I don't even come close to the depth that Mark Bills mm-hmm. goes. <laughs> he says, and this person's eye color was this, and, you know, they weighed this much <laughs> in weight. And, you know, they as he goes back to their... Uh, beyond your belief in fact and he goes and he mm. can extrapolate that into present day times like uh like nobody else that i've ever known mm. uh, by the way he has a radio show on um on uh, k praise as well he's on sunday mornings uh you might want to check him out i think it's around 11 o'clock mm. on sunday mornings on k praise you check that out from mark biltz it's, it's, he's a remarkable mm-hmm. guy um but you know this month of tevet christine is burgeoning with Opportunities, but it's also as you as you say, it's a time to grow up, and there are a lot of things that we need to be aware of in this time frame called Tibet. Do you know in in Tibet was Tibet is also a time frame when the city of Jerusalem was besieged by Nebuchadnezzar, and that was actually what they would call the tenth of Tibet, which actually this year fell on January third. My, my, my. And actually, Tibet Mm -hmm. began, I think it was on Christmas Eve, is when when Tibet began. So, I mean, all these things have present-day truths as well. You know, the calendars sway a little bit, especially the the Greek and Roman calendars. So sometimes it'll appear on this particular, you know, on the days that I quoted to you, but another year it may... Sway to the left or the right uh, on the calendar as well, but I thought this year was very interesting. The uh, Christmas mm-hmm. Eve, I believe, was the beginning of of uh, the month of Tevet, the tenth month yeah. in the Hebrew calendar, mm-hmm. and, and the the tenth of Tevet. Mm-hmm. Uh, words cannot say how 
uh, but I'm going to try. Words cannot say how mm-hmm. dangerous this time frame is. You know, the Bible talks about in uh, in uh, Ecclesiastes that which was is, and that which is is to come. Is and there's nothing new under the sun. So God. Christine gives us these times and times frames as warnings and forewarnings as well. So Nebuchadnezzar besieged Jerusalem on the 10th of Tevet, which would be equivalent to, I believe, January 3rd of this year. And so the Jews bemoan this time frame because of the besiegement of Jerusalem. And as you go through the calendar, we realize that there are a lot of other times where the Jews are remorseful because of things that had happened. Some of it had to do with the ten spies saying, "No, we're not able to take the land." Some of it had to do with the uh, on the on the Mount Sinai where the golden calf was involved and things like that. All these different mm-hmm. things are t- time for somberness of heart. So we're in that somberness of heart period of time right now, and I appreciate what you talk about. Uh, when you talk about it's time to grow up and be angry and sin not. This is a time frame you and I are looking at if you're gandering at the news. Christine, you know there's S-T-U-F-F going on. There's stuff going on Mm -hmm. that is Mm -hmm. violating the Judeo-Christian principles. Wouldn't you agree? Yes. Yeah, mm-hmm, absolutely. And it's, yeah. it's time for God to say, I forewarned you about this. This is pivotal in this time, this 10th month of the Hebrew calendar called Tevet. And it's pivotal of this tribal leader named Dan. You know, in, in mm-hmm. the next segments, you and I are going to dig into Dan and the book of Genesis, chapter 49. You know, the, in the book of Genesis, chapter 49, that is when, uh, you know, Joshua... Uh, when Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, Jacob became Israel. This is the time frame where Israel blessed his children, and he gave blessings to each one of them, but also cautions and forewarnings. So as we dig into this in the month of uh, uh, Tibet and the tribe of Dan, mm. we're going to find out, Christine, that this was a month of deep, deep forewarning that not only had roots in the Bible days, but has uh, evil fruit in these days as well, when you look into the book of the mm-hmm. Revelation and other books as well, even in Daniel, it talks about these things. So, mm-hmm. my listening friend, I, I want you to pay close attention to this this month, this 10th month, this month when <clears throat> Jerusalem was besieged. What does that mean for us in these days? You know, Christine, you and I, you don't mind, you don't mind us walking through that in the next segments, do you? No, uh, uh, no. Let's I have some it. fun. Yeah. And you, you don't, you're not, you're not allowed to just mm-hmm. be a listener. You're uh, you're allowed to be a color cord okay. your color commentator. I'll get my chalk out. Right. <laughs> get your talk out. Get your talk and your chalk out. <laughs> my talk chalk. Yeah. <laughs> my listening friend, we're going to talk more about this month of Tevet, the tenth month in the biblical Hebrew calendar, the, the tribe of Dan and the person and the character of Dan. Beware, beware, beware! Danger and joy all attached to it. We'll talk more about that with Chris. Teen Vallis and Kaz, when we come right back. More Come Together San Diego with Kaz Taylor is next on K-Praise. Now, more of Come Together San Diego, the live local show on K-Praise. Here's Kaz Taylor. Hello, my friends. Welcome back to Come Together San Diego. And this is the launching of a brand new series once a month Christine Vallis, who is here with me, and she does her 
chalkboard teachings on his appointed times. Uh, say hello to our listening friends, Christine. Hello, everyone out there. <laughs> chalkboard teachings. Love it, love it, love it. Mm-hmm. Um, give a very brief overview of of the chalkboard teachings and how people can find out more because we're delving into the second hour. We're talking about the eschatological truths tied to these uh, months and tribes as well. So give us a little overview if people are just tuning in and didn't listen to the first hour. Sure, sure. Yeah, well, um, one thing I always say, if God had a calendar, wouldn't you want to know what was on it? (laughs) Yeah. And so he does have a calendar, and it's full of good things, encouragement, uh, warnings even, as we're going to get into. And so um, I've created his appointed times. It's a journal and study guide and takes you month by month. Um, so you can, you know, use it in your in your walk with the Lord and, and just kind of look at your days and, and overlay it on God's calendar and just be encouraged as you walk through the month. You can find it um, on my website, Christine Vallis. It's V as in Victor, A-L-E-S dot com. Very good, Christine. You know, yeah. I began to realize I've always been interested in eschatological things. I've been interested in the end of days and things like that. And, you know, mm-hmm. a few years ago when I was reading through Scripture and uh, looking at things that had not yet come to pass, uh, I would go, you know, this is going to happen in the future, but I never thought the future is now. I'm mean, seriously, a lot of things are going <laughs> right. on at such a rapid speed. You know, it used to be one mm. little thing would happen. You could spend days talking about that one little thing. Mm. But now one little thing and the next little thing and the next big thing and the next gigantic thing are uh, crescendoing all at the same time. So, uh, yeah. it, it, you know, you can get overwhelmed and a lot of people probably get all anxious about these. But mm. God preplanned it for this and he preplanned us. Christine Vallis, and my listening Amen. friend for YOU to be in the thick of it as well. So Christine and I scratch our heads and go, exactly what does this look like, and what role does God want us to play? And we ask the same question of you, my listening friend. Any thoughts on that, Christine? Yeah, you know, I actually I, I wanted to uh, mention this earlier, and I think it maybe fits in uh, perfectly now. Right, We're, We happen to be like practically in the begin. Uh, I'm sorry, in the middle of the month, and um, so we're at the um, the fullness of the month, and if you look outside, there's a full moon out there, mm. and that's how the month starts. They they start with a new moon. The middle of the month is going to be the 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 full month, the full moon that's right in the middle where we are now, and then and then the moon will will fall. You know, just the waning start decreasing moon. Yes. again. Yeah, the waxing and the waning. So I was thinking about tonight. I was like, wow, it's um. I think the the real full moon was last night, but if you looked out there, you would think it was you know. Pretty much full blast. And I <laughs> yes. just feel like God is like illuminating, you know, not only in the natural outside, but by the spirit. Oh. And even in in this uh, second half of the program, um, just to illuminate things that we haven't seen before, even to use you and just to illuminate our path Ooh. with light. I know, love by that. By his spirit and by his word. Yeah. You, you know, I've heard teachers so, use an analogy about Father God. Father is like the sun and Jesus is the reflection of the Father like the moon and Holy Spirit is like the stars in the sky by multitude. And, you know, using that analogy, here we are in Mm. one of the darkest times and seasons, the the winter months in the Western Hemisphere, the darkest times of the season. And this is the Mm. time where the full moon shows itself brightly. And you can see the... uh, 
hidden things in the fullness of the brightness of the moon because Holy Spirit and, and the stars, because Holy Spirit that st- through the stars and Jesus, the reflection of the sun, uh, brightly ignite the evening time. So uh, the Bible talks about the bad guys uh, hid in darkness because their deeds were evil. And God is yes. bringing light to that evilness. I'll tell Amen. you what. So it's every reason for us to get closer to God and his character. Would you say? Yes. 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 And his word and and things are going to light up before us. You I know, we don't have to live in the darkness. And that's why I love, you know, um, his word, his Holy Spirit. He gives us everything. He really equips us. You know, he hasn't left us in the dark. Right? <laughs> I love it. That's exactly right. You know, yeah. I, I was going through the different ca- calendar dates. We mentioned that the mm-hmm. 10th. Uh, of uh, Tibet was the time where Nebuchadnezzar besieged uh, Jerusalem. Uh, this was mm. also a time frame like that was the, was the 10th of Tibet. The 9th of Tibet was a time frame when the Jerusalem builder, Nehemiah, you know, in the, back in the, in the early Bible uh, chapters, it talks about Ezra and Nehemiah. Well, Nehemiah and uh, Ezra were responsible for building, rebuilding the nation and rebuilding, uh, Jer- Jer- you know, J- Jerusalem and rebuilding the temple. Well, Nehemiah died, the great temple builder died on the uh, tenth, uh, uh, the ninth of Tibet, and, and uh, so it's a, a lot of of the Jews that embrace the understand these things have a, a level of mourning because of that as well. And then, mm-hmm. interestingly enough, in this month of Tibet on the Eighth of Tibet, uh, uh, in the third century BC, is there's a a king. I, I'm going to butcher his name. Sorry about that. Ptolemy, Ptolemy, P T O L E M Y, ordered that the Torah be written in Greek in the Greek language. Uh, and one sense that was good because it took Torah, you know, the the, the Old Testament depth of Scripture in the Torah. Uh, it gave that to people that did not speak Hebrew. And so that's a good thing. <laughs> but on the negative yeah. side, uh, people that had ulterior motives could insert nuances in the Greek Whoa. that were not intended in the Hebrew. And so a lot of times we have to be careful on the translations that we spend time with because there may be a few little nuances snuck in there that may not be appropriate. Um, <clears throat> I, I go back to um, the King James Version or some of the other versions they talk about Easter Easter E-A-S-T-E-R and that really that phraseology is a Greek <clears throat> point of view it's tied to the <clears throat> goddess Ashtaroth and so <clears throat> we have to be careful in what we read in Scripture because uh, there are nuances, and you know, you look at the Greco Greco Roman days of the year, uh, lun, uh, um, uh, Monday, Moon Day, Sunday, Sunday. Those were uh, gods that were worshipped during those times. So we have to be careful with these things because God has a plan, mm-hmm. and we need to stay close to God, His intention, and His plans, rather than fall prey to the enemy. You know, there's an interesting scripture. In I think the book of Daniel, uh, Christine, and you talked about this. Mm-hmm. To be, it was time to be uh, very aware of what's going on and do not be deceived. You talk about that. Uh, have a good mm-hmm. eye and not the evil eye. And mm-hmm. you know the, the 
sometimes there are people that have the nuances that are to lead you astray. And in the book of yeah. uh, Daniel, in the book of Daniel, it talks about um, uh, the enemy, uh, the enemy of God. He sought to change the times mm. and the laws, the times oh, and the yeah. laws. And that's what the enemy wants to do. The enemy wants to change mm-hmm. the times and the laws so we don't focus on the the Pentateuch. We don't focus on, you know, uh, uh, the, the Torah. We focus on uh, the Gentile points of view, which are have a nuance of truth and a nuance of evil. And, you know, the enemy wants us to focus on the evil part. Right. Yeah. But you know what, if I can chime in here, that, sure. that was a, a major verse, um, because I think when, one time I did a study with Daniel, and, and really uh, we were looking at that the latter part of that verse talking about how the enemy wants to, uh, intends to make alterations, it says, in times and in law. And I think most people focus on the law part, yeah. you know, like, Which is oh, true, look at but, right? Yeah. yeah. But the times is is just as bad, you know. I mean, because if somebody, you know, took your phone or you lost your calendar, you know, hey, you know, what's going on tomorrow? Yeah, I'm all, you know. So if someone can mess up their time, you know. Yes. You know, you know uh, even when we have to move the clock ahead. I mean, we <laughs> yeah. one hour in the fall or the spring, right? Yes, yes. So how much more when the enemy tries to do that? Exactly. Yeah. Well, you know, uh, through uh, Mark Biltz's teaching on the month of Tibet, he actually did this teaching, if you want to look it up. He did the teaching mm. on December 24th, which was you know, on Christmas Eve. And you'll mm. go to ESM, which stands for El Shaddai Ministries.us, and put in uh, December 24th, 2022, on the month of Tibet teaching. He brings this to light. But one of the things that he talked about in the tribe of Dan, he said Dan was really the guy who set up graven I- images during his days. Yeah. He set up graven images to, for people to worship. And he actually said, you know what? You don't have to necessarily worship on the time frames when Scripture has. I'll give you the time frames that we want you to worship. And when I thought about it, I thought about the 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 scripture in Daniel about the enemy wants to change the times and mm. the laws. And that's what mm-hmm. happened it, it, during Dan's days in scripture in, uh, I think you'll find it in the book of Judges, chapter 18. Dan sets up yeah. graven images and uh, different people from uh, the tribe of Manasseh were also uh, implicit in this as well. And they mm-hmm. set up a priesthood that were not, was not the Levitical priesthood. They were priests mm-hmm, under mm-hmm. Manasseh, and Manasseh was not built to be um, that that kind of Levitical tribe. And so they right. said, okay, well, you don't like doing things. Uh, we, we're not going to do things on the biblical Torah calendar. We're going to do it our own way. And ladies and mm-hmm. gentlemen, boys and girls, here we are. We talk about changing the times and the laws. A lot of laws have been mandated differently from their Judeo-Christian intent in these days. You know, Christine, we're going to talk more about this if you're game, because we're getting into some eschatological stuff, which the Bible spoke of and speaks of and will speak of, because God has plans for us to be aware of these things so that we can circumvent them under God's word and the tutelage of his Holy Spirit. So Christine Vallis and Kaz Mm -hmm. are going to talk more about that with Christine when you and I come right back. This is Come Together San Diego, the live local show on K-Praise. More Come Together San Diego is just moments away. Now, more 
of Come Together San Diego, the new live local show on K-Praise. Here's Cass Taylor. Welcome back, my friends, to our our launch of a brand new series we're doing. Christine Vallis and I, Christine Vallis, Chalkboard Teaching and His Appointed Times book, and she's a chalkboard teacher. She, you can find her on YouTube. I, you can just put, kind of put her name in, uh, Christine, V-A-L-E-S, and and maybe even put in His Appointed Times. And on YouTube, boing, she shows up. <laughs> I, I love it. Uh, to me, you're practicing omnipresence. You're everywhere. <laughs> Well, that's how we found each other, right? On YouTube. God yeah. uses it all. I, God uses it all. That's a good, good uh, uh, <laughs> truth for us to embrace. God, even the stuff that can be used uh, improperly, God uses for good. That's God's yeah. plans. You know, I'm just strolling through your chalkboard teaching for Tibet, and I ran into on the right-hand corner, upper corner of your chalkboard. Mm-hmm. By the way, as you go, you follow her, you will be amazed by these things. But in the upper right-hand mm-hmm. corner, you have a flag of, it says Dan, and then you have itemized yeah. several different things, which are character traits. I'd like for you to talk about a couple of those things, the first two in particular, and maybe the third one, if you know what I'm talking about. I'm going to have you do that, and then I'm going to use that as a springboard as we start talking about, yes, my friend, the dangers tied to the tribe of Dan, as well as the mm. blessings. So go ahead. Mm-hmm. Uh, you, you know what I'm talking about on the tribe yeah. of Dan? Lay it on yeah. us. I'll uh, 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 uh. I'll hopefully set you up well here. So, um, yeah, so so Dan is connected to this month. And um, so earlier in the in the first half, we, we talked about um, Moses' blessing over, over um, the tribe. And now um, I'm, I'm going to just read um, Jacob's blessing over the tribe of Dan. And it's in Genesis 49. And it says, Dan shall judge his people. As one of the tribes of Israel, Dan shall be a serpent in the way, a horned snake in the path that bites the horse's heel so that his rider falls backwards. So um, Dan, you know, they if you look at the order of the tribes, how they moved in, um, in, in, in battle and, and just in movement in general, they were positioned as the rear guard. Dan and was the were, rear guard. Yeah, the rear guard. Right. In the back, and um, and they were very crafty in battle, you know. And we talked about this earlier, and I know you're going to um, dive into it more, Kaz. And um, you know, they they were just immature, you know. And 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 uh, their, their name means judge and to rule, and um, and you have to be mature to be a, a righteous judge and ruler. But they weren't, yes. <laughs> you know. Yes. And um, so they were, they 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 had all the the stuff, but they they just were immature, and they immature. were, they they used all of all of what God gave them for their own benefit mm. a lot of times. They did, indeed. you know, and um and they could take down their enemy without even touching them, you know. They found the Achilles heel often of their enemies, but they were very crafty. It was almost like you know you would. If, if Dan was on your team, you would be like, "Oh wow, he he's he's a crafty guy to have on 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 your on your side and on your team." 
But I don't know. I, I don't know if I trust him. You know? Well, he's yeah, crafty. he's a crafty guy. You know? He could be on your team. But yeah. if he had ulterior motives, he could uh, right. use that same wiliness to like wily coyote. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like a wily coyote. You, right. you yeah. know, one of, one of the things that identified him with, and you mentioned it in the earlier mm. segments, you talked about him as a lion in Bashan in a yeah. place called Bashan, in the mountainous area where the fierce mm-hmm. lions were. And they lingered and they leapt upon the enemy who were not aware of them hiding and being crouched and ready to attack. Mm. And Dan was like that. He, he, he was wily. He was tactical. Um, and his tribe, you know, so much so that he uh, took up the rear uh, to watch out for things. Um, and, right. and, and oftentimes the rear, some of the bad guys, the Amalekites and the Midianites and the children of the east, some of the bad guys there actually attacked from the rear. So having Dan there with his wiles to protect the children of Israel was a wonderful thing going through the wilderness and things like that. But right. it also gave him a, a, a wisdom uh, of changing the seasons and the times and the days, you know, and the laws. So he would do that. And that was very sad. But in a good sense, Dan also was the tribe where where from Samson came. And you mentioned that mm-hmm. as well. Samson mm-hmm. was, was one of the latter judges in the book of Judges and beyond. Uh, he was the guy who actually stood for Israel and... Uh, was a defendant of Israel, and his power was in the natural. We know the talking about Samson and the, his great uh, mighty things, um, yeah. and also actually he 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 um, uh, he derived power from Holy Spirit and great wisdom. But also he was led astray by Delilah, and that mm. cost almost his demise. And God was able to turn the evil into good. So. Right. We like Samson, don't we? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, um, yeah. I mean, you know, he was known for his great strength, right? You know, um, I think about, you know, Sunday school days, learning about Samson and Delilah yeah. and and little uh, cartoons and things of him and, and how strong he was with all the muscles and everything. <laughs> um, but, um, right, but but immaturity, right, off the charts and um and and he let his eyes get the best of him, yep. you know, in this month that's connected with focus and everything. And, you know, if you read through the account, it's just amazing. You know, when he finally um, saw the light, you know, and, and, and connected back with God, um, the enemies gouged his eyes out. Oh, my, that right? really ties and in thought, with the, the, the good eye and the evil yeah. eye, doesn't it? Right, right, yeah. And, you know, but, but that's when he... Even despite the enemies, you know, gashing his eyes out, it was then that he actually took down more um, more enemies than he did in his whole lifetime. That mm. that last battle that where he lost his life as well. Yes. But he did take down the enemy without even touching him. Wow. Right? He just yeah. pulled down the pillars. He was all you know in chains and everything. But um, you know, so we can get, gain strategy. You know, by by doing it God's way, we don't want to lose our our, our eyes. <laughs> you know, but um, yeah, Samson, um, you know, had a lot of strength. But you know, it was it was right at the end where he actually kind of saw the light and and started growing up. Yes. You know? So that's a real uh, directive for us, is it not, Christine? As far as you know, a lot of us feel like you know we look 
survey our life and we go, we've done some dumb, dumb things. We've known mm-hmm. God or at least of God, but we haven't put God in his godly place. We've used him as our servant instead yeah. of we being his, and we've abused God. And Samson, through Delilah's, Delilah's temptations, abused his godliness, and it cost him his eyes. But yeah. God was faithful mm-hmm. even in the midst of that. And my listening friend, you may feel like you uh, have a knowledge of God, but you've kind of disobeyed him or gone astray from him. Well, Samson's end was more powerful than his beginning. And God wants to say the same thing of you. Quick thoughts about Amen. that. I want to spend just a little bit more time talking about Samson and his heritage. But uh, any quick thoughts on that? Yeah, you know, I, I just to double down on that, when we partner with God, you know, He can, you know, um, our our future is always bright in Him. You know, even, you know, he, he uses everything for our good. You know, once we hook back up with Him, you know, it's it just, we're on the right path again, yes. you know. And um, so that's so encouraging. It really is encouraging, even as as we start the new year and, and look at this month of Tibet and, and, and the, you know, the new months and it's like, Oh, okay, Lord, I want to get focused again. I may, I may have been immature, you know, but grow me up, Lord, you know, yes exactly. and he wants to, he wants to do that Excellent. for us. Absolutely. And yeah. the, all this is tied to the tribe of Dan in this month called mm-hmm. Tibet. And I, I'm, I'm going to, Take something that Mark Biltz taught on on the December 24th, El Shaddai, ESM.us, about uh, the month of Tibet. He mentioned that Samson uh, actually was from two, born of two different tribes. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, Samson's father was of the tribe of Dan. And Samson's mother was of the tribe of Judah. So you've, we've seen some common denominators mm. there. Remember earlier on, you talked about the two different craftsmen in Moses' day, the craftsman of Bezalel, who was of the tribe of, of, of Judah, and also mm-hmm. Aholiab, who was of the Aholiab. tribe of, of Dan. So Judah and Dan uh, come together there, mm-hmm. and they are some, cra- some of the most remarkable craftsmen you can remember, crafting the Ark mm-hmm. of the Covenant. Are you kidding me? Crafting all the, right. uh, all the, uh, the beautiful tapestry and things like that. That was their task. So Judah and Dan together can mean powerful things, but, but uh, mm. Samson's father was of Dan, and his mother was of Judah, and God has a plan to bring those together mightily and have that horizontal relationship with uh, creative. You, you have creative friends all over the place, I'm sure, and bring those together and all of a sudden use that to empower you and us in the body of Christ and make God's praise glorious from your point of view and also the craftsmanship you have in your chalkboard teachings. You know, we're going to talk more about these things, but I also, in the next segment, Christine, I want to spend some time talking about the chapter in the book of Genesis, chapter 49, which identifies Dan and the dangers therein, not only in the book of Genesis, but also in the book of the Revelation. You will be amazed at the danger, danger, Will Robinson, that we are facing in these days and how God wants us to circumvent that when Christine Vallis and Kaz come right back. This is Come Together San Diego, the live local show on K-Praise. More Come Together San Diego is just moments away. Come Together San Diego with Kaz Taylor on K-Praise. Well, welcome back, my listening friends. 
we have launched this first of many monthly programs dealing with the months of the biblical Hebrew calendar. We've started this show in this month, the 10th month of the Hebrew calendar, called Tevet. It's a month where the tribe of Dan is illustrious, and I have my co-host for this two hours, Christine Vallis. Hey, Christine. Hey there, Kaz. You know, having fun. It's having fun. We've got one more segment, and I want to rock and roll in, in this and, and share some insights, some danger, danger, Will Robinson, mm. some things when we talk about, you know, uh, Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, Jacob becoming Israel. He laid his hands on his sons, and he declared over each one of them. And in the book of uh, Genesis chapter 49, we read some very interesting things. Um Anything you want to say as I get ready to jump on into this? Oh wow! Well, I, I've actually studied up a little bit um, on some on some insights, but I want you to read. Go ahead and read the prophecy, and then and then maybe I can chime in. Okay. Yeah. Get ready to chime yeah. there. Okay, <laughs> okay. So so we know that Dan was one of the twelve tribal members. Actually. Um, Dan is identified, along with his character traits, blessings and dangers therein. And I'm looking at the chapter 49 of the book of Genesis, starting at verse 16. I'm going to read it to you from the KJV, King James Version. You can look at it in other versions as well if you would like. Of course, beware that there's wise and the foolish versions. <laughs> so choose the right version. So uh, the Genesis 49 uh, 16 and on, it says, and, d- and this is uh, the prophecy of the father, Jacob, or Israel, over his sons. Dan shall judge his people as one of the tribes of Israel. Dan shall be a serpent by the way, an adder in the path that bites the horse's heels so that the riders fall backwards. Uh, and the phraseology he uses is, I have waited for thy salvation, O Lord. So that's that's a, the brief uh, overview of the tribe of Dan. You know, an adder in the way. First of all, it's good. He shall judge his people. That's good. Or you can rightly and wrongly judge. And so there's a danger there. A righteous judge was the judge of Samson, and the wrong judge was uh, Dan himself. Well, I'm going to hand it to you for a moment to give some insights mm. if you want. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, um, something interesting, and, and you mentioned this, is um, about the idolatry mm. of Dan. You know, and uh, you were talking how um, uh, uh, the ministry, uh, uh, Mark Blitz was talking about. Um, and, you know, if you if you actually look, this is a very interesting read in First Kings uh, chapter 12. It starts talking about how um, the... King Jeroboam, who was the the bad king of northern Israel, the first one, mm-hmm. um, a bad king, and and how um, Dan was a part of that northern kingdom. Yes, and and um, not only was there idolatry there, but actual golden calves were set up. And I was like, wait, what? Another yes. golden calf? Yes, and so. So that king um, set up two golden calves in the northern kingdom, one in Dan's territory and one in Ephraim's territory. And it was because he didn't want to lose his people, Jeroboam, going down to Jerusalem to do the actual worship. And so he said, oh, just 
I'm going to set up these golden calves and you will worship them. These are the calves that brought you out of, you know, Oh, yes, yes. We talked about Daniel, and this is exactly what you were talking about in the book of Daniel, that the the, the bad guys basically seek to change the the times and the laws. That's exactly what Dan did. Not Daniel, but Dan. Dan, yeah. That's right. Wow. Yeah. And, and, you know, he was following suit after the, the, the king here, you know, and it says that um, even this, this king, you know, Jeroboam that he was under was setting up uh, times, you know, it's 15th day of the eighth month and in the month that he picked out of his own heart, you know, so, yep. so these are just men picking out, you know, changing times and seasons. Yes. Yeah. And laws. Yeah. But you know, the, when you talk about uh, worshiping, uh, you know, golden calves and things like that. That is really yeah. tied to uh, child abuse and, and sacrificing children mm. in the fire and, mm. and under the knife and things like that. My friends, mm. in, if you're looking at the news today, you realize, or if you know in your heart of yeah. hearts, uh, there's a real danger, you know, against children being killed, uh, taken out of the womb, literally. Uh, in California, mm. sadly to say, things like that are going on. And another. Uh, uh, states in the nation, and thank God uh, Roe versus Wade was reversed, but it's only reversed based on this the individual states and their compliance or non-compliance tied to these things. So my listening friend, we're in the pivotal times like that where this worship of the times of Dan are happening today in many, many ways. Christine? Yes. Yeah. It's amazing. Yeah, I, yeah you know, I, as I was reading through that, I, I was like, wow, how, how did I not see this before? <laughs> you know, yeah. you think there was only um, one golden calf, you know, that we that we're all familiar with. But it's just the warning of idolatry and yes. how how, um, you know, we we may not have a golden calf right set up. Well, we do. Have, we on Wall Street. Yeah. We do. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Yes, you we do. Are right. And the United you Nations right. and everything is there. So uh, yeah. look out, folks. Yeah, Babylon, right. Babylon. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, you know, again, here we are in the middle of, you know, the darkest month of the year with the, with the bright light. God's illuminating these things yes. to us yes, and yes. saying, okay, what are, what are these things in your life? Let me. And, and when God highlights these things, he's not. Uh, he just doesn't, you know, highlight these things and then say, oh, my gosh, what are you going to do about it? You poor thing, you're stuck. You know, yeah. it's like, no, he illuminates them because he wants to lead us out and heal us and direct yes. us and protect us. So this is awesome. It That's is awesome. You know, we spend mm-hmm. a lot of time here in the first book of the Bible, the book of Genesis. I read to you from Genesis 49 yeah. verses 16 and 17 about the tribes of Dan. Now, let me take you all the way to the other end of this good book. Mm. It's called the book of the Revelation because Dan is dealt with there, too. And I want to share this with you in the next moment or two that we have here to close the show with this to give you a word of hope in the midst of these challenging yeah. times. So we went to Genesis is 49 verses 16 and 17. Now I'm going to take you to the book of the Revelation, chapter 7. This is identifying the 144,000 of the uh, the Jewish people that are uh, are brought to the Lord through Jesus himself, and there's a great empowerment there. But let me identify the different tribes that were chosen within this, and it's Revelation 7, I'm going to read it quickly. And I heard the number of them who were sealed. The seal was of 144,000 uh, and then identifies the different tribes. The tribe of Judah, the tribe of Reuben, the tri- tribe of Gad, the tribe of Asher, 
the tribe of Nephilim. I'm sorry, Naphtali, the tribe of Manasseh, the tribe of Simeon, the tribe of Levi, the tribe of Issachar, the tribe of Zebulun, the tribe of Joseph. If you add those up, you've got 12 different tribes, but you do not see Dan. Dan mm-hmm. is taken out of that list. What does that mean? My listening friend, it means that if you embrace fully the character traits of Dan and you do not mature, as Christine has told you throughout this show, do not mature uh, and you have the you have a, a lion's temperament, but not the spirit of God within that temperament, you're in danger. And the Bible says that Dan was left out of this 144,000 tribes in the book of Revelation that were, that were with Jesus all the time. And God wants us to mm-hmm. all be with Jesus. It's, it's notable here that while Dan is not mentioned, the book of Levi, Levi is mentioned in, in, in the past. They were not counted among the 12 tribes because they were a Levitical priesthood a priestly group that were not counted among the tribes. Here they're counted among the tribes again. You can extrapolate that however you want. But the point of the Mm -hmm. matter is Dan is not mentioned there. So this is a month, the 10th month uh, of the calendar year, Hebrew calendar year, the month of Tevet. It's a time for uh, empowerment, but it's also beware, um, you know, be forewarned. You need to be mature. God has plans and... Christine Vallas, it's time for us to go away. And I want to thank you from my very bottom of my heart. My listening friend, Mm -hmm. more of these are happening very soon and future month. The next month is what? Shabbat? Shabbat? Shabbat. Yeah, and we're going to be dealing yeah. with that next month. So Christine Vallis and I are just honored to have you. And Christine, to be here. say goodbye mm-hmm. to our friends, and I'll do the same as we go to our next sure broadcast. Next. <laughs> okay, from Christine Vallis and Kaz, we say, God bless you, and we, we mean it. Right, Christine? Bye-bye, guys. Bye-bye. Thanks for having me. Thanks for joining Kaz Tater and his many friends, including you, for Come Together San Diego. Join us again next week as we explore what unity in the body of Christ sounds like within this county and beyond on Come Together San Diego. Tell a friend, tell a neighbor, tell a co-worker, and then let's all come together San Diego next Saturday from 5 to 7 p.m. on K-Praise. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.